Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes Instruction. Today, I brought the great pleasure of being joined by Mikhail Teko. Good evening, Mikhail. Uh, good evening, everyone. Thank you for inviting me. My absolute pleasure. Glad to, glad to have you here, and thank you very much for giving me up some of your time this evening to talk about your, your work and your your book in Silvan Steruda, which we're not quite sure if that's the pronunciation or not. But anyway, we'll go with that as a pronunciation to start with. Um, but before we get into talking about your, your body of work and your work, it'd be great if you could give us a, a quick introduction to your photographic journey, Mikhail. Uh Okay, yeah. Uh... Where should I start, really? Uh, my first camera I got from my parents when I was about 12 years old. I uh, I'm, I was born in what used to be Czechoslovakia, yep. in the part of Czechoslovakia, uh, uh, north part of Slovakia part, basically. There. And um, my first camera was a, a Ukrainian camera called Elikon, which was a copy of Konica C35EF. I don't know if, if you know that camera at all, but that was my first camera. And um, a friend of my dad, he was a photographer, so he kind of uh, meant, uh, started to be my mentor and he showed me how to take pictures, cool. uh, how to process the films, how to how to actually print the, the prints. So so that that's where I started really in, in age about 12 i would say right and in 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 czechoslovakia we didn't have a massive amount of different films or anything like that so it was mostly fomapan or old orwell film black and white so yeah. that's what i was using at that time so uh, as time went i i bought my first slr which was german practica and then from there i think around time when i was at the university i uh kind of switch to Nikon. Yep. And uh, at that time, obviously, still was shooting film. I, I really enjoyed it. I, at that time, it was mostly family shots and uh, kind of lifestyle, a little bit of school kind of thing. But uh, around time when I was in university, I was... <clears throat> I was going out doing lots of uh, outdoor trips and uh, trekking and that kind of thing. And uh, basically, that's where my landscape photography started. And uh, yeah, that was the first kind of uh, first kind of uh, interest in, in landscape photography. I started to look for different photographers, looking at the work. Yeah. And uh, uh, from there, basically... Uh, I started to, uh, I moved to UK for work and then whilst here I bought my first digital camera started to shoot digitally which last couple of years but I didn't enjoy it as much and came back to film bought my medium format camera and currently now I'm shooting large format right. predominantly so, so that's probably about my photographic journey really Right, sounds a sounds a fascinating journey that you've gone film digital and back to film and actually absolutely back yeah. back gone from back into film and then back into large format, which um yeah it takes a brave man to be lugging all that gear around everywhere. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's a one I'm sure it's an incredibly rewarding and satisfying process as well. Um, but yeah, so obviously you moved to the UK. Um, and I think it was up to Nottingham you went to, and that's kind of really how how this project came about. If I'm correct, 
Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, when I when I moved to to UK to Nottingham, uh, we didn't know anyone. It was just my wife, uh, my son, and myself, and we didn't know uh, that much about Nottingham. Only yeah. thing we knew it was uh, obviously Robin Hood and <laughs> and the Sherwood Forest, yeah. and uh, that was the only thing I kind of new and i wanted to see it obviously uh it goes goes a little bit if i go a little bit back as well i studied uh university uh of wood processing so uh and my father-in-law is uh forest ranger so i always had this interest in in the forest i always been in a, in a forest so uh i was really curious to see how the this famous uh forest looks like really cool. so one of the first trip was to to Sherwood Forest, and uh, to be completely honest with you, I I wasn't very impressed. <laughs> it was it was totally different than than what I expected, and um, I kind of couldn't find any any pictures I liked at that time. Uh, you know, I I then I thought, okay, I I probably need to do something myself, and that's that's how this project started. Obviously, <clears throat> I I started to go more often you know find little places little different trees there's lots of character in the forest so yeah i found places which i really which i love now it's it's it, yeah it's one of my favorite places around here really now yeah yeah it's it's a beautiful beautiful woodland it's not i don't think i've actually ever visited i've seen a va- i've seen various images from it and it's lovely to see a, a lovely concise body of work that you've produced here photographing it particularly when as you say in the first instance you weren't overly impressed by it um, but yeah as you say as you keep going back and you begin to explore and 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 learn more about it and feel comfortable in it you begin to produce work that you you are perfect you're very happy very proud of that that and, and and aspects that you really find are nice within the woodland absolutely yes uh yeah it was it's it, it kind of started when i when i uh uh, bought my first medium format camera was square format so I, I decided at that point it will be all squared and uh, I wanted to use black and white film for it as well because just give it a little bit of of uh, character if, if you would so so yeah it's um, I found it really at at the start I found it really kind of hard to, to find composition in in the forest and especially in the forest like Sherwood because there yeah. is lots of undergrowth and and it's not clean as you would like but that that's that's the beauty of it you're just walking around and uh, even if you don't have a shot you're really still enjoying to be out and walk around the trees which which I really love so uh, absolutely that that's all it's all part of the enjoyment when it's not your job at the end of the day it's a hobby it's a, absolutely, something yeah. something's supposed to be enjoyable and if you're not enjoying it then really what's the point what's the point in doing it <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah. at, at what at what point did it become more of a did it become more of a project and less of a less of a wonder uh i started kind of uh put the pictures together uh for there was a first nottingham nottingham uh photography Ex- exhibition or festival if you would and the my friends asked me to to submit something cool. for it so so i submit some work from from it wasn't project at that time but from my wanderings through the forest yeah and uh, it was successful and it was accepted to the right. to the festival so uh and i exhibited three 
prints from that uh, during the festival, which was really, really good. And I was really pleased about it. So at that point, I started to think about, OK, I've got quite a few shots from from this. Maybe it will be nice to put it together as a kind of zine just to, just to keep it all together and uh, yeah. present it that way. So that that's how it started. Yeah. And you must you must have had quite a few images that you had to kind of work through in order to tell the story that you were looking to to tell. Yes, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know how it is when when you when you starting to project together, you've got so many to choose from and uh it's sometimes it's really hard to pick because obviously you you, you would like to put as much as you can but you you know, limited by size yeah. by by uh, number of pages and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't easy process to pick pick the pictures, but uh, you know <laughs> the result is what it is, and I'm quite pleased with it. <laughs> no, I I, th- I think it's I think it's I think it's a wonderful book. I really like. I love some of the light that's coming through in some of the shots as well, and it really gives you a sense of the scale as well. Uh, some of the intimate shots, and then some of the the wider the wider. Uh, not so much vistas because you probably don't get vistas into the woodlands, but some of the really wider shots showing just the scale of the woodlands as well. Yes, yeah, and that that was my intention to show it not just uh, as a as a vistas or anything like that. It's yeah. uh, it was most kind of uh, mostly kind of uh, intimate yeah. or kind of portraits of trees, if, if yeah, I I can say because you know they are very very unique trees in that forest and and i know now where they are and that <laughs> one of my favorite trees you know? yeah and have, have you continued do you continue to shoot regularly in the woodland as well and yes yeah absolutely I, i'm still i'm still wandering to woodland now mostly with my large format camera but uh, i'm shooting a little bit differently uh cool. i don't know if that will be a project or not but yes I definitely still yeah. in the in the forest has, has has doing the zine given you future thoughts on different projects different bodies of work that you might publish is that something that has become more interesting since pulling together this this body of work uh yeah that, that's quite interesting because i always kind of classed myself as a as a classic landscape photographer shooting vistas you, you yeah. know i i worked mostly with a color to be honest but uh, this this work gave me kind of different direction and i when the lockdown came i i started to shoot uh i started to shoot around my street and, and around my neighborhood and uh, that is nearly finished as a, as a as a zine that project is really finished yeah. i kind of don't want to talk about it yet because it's not it doesn't have a proper name yet oh, but uh, what is it what it is it's completely different it's not forest it's not nothing with the nature it's uh, i photographed abandoned um, abandoned bicycle and tricycles and people were throwing out uh, around the streets when i was walking during the yeah. covid right. so uh, and it's kind of reminding me how our kids getting older and they leaving the house so we get getting rid of 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 those things and that kind of thing so so that 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 zine is in the process of of uh, right. completing, but it's not there yet. So <laughs> good stuff. And and how, when when it came when you kind of decided that you wanted to pull together the zine to the zine booklet 
book to to kind of like bring all the work together how did you approach curating that because obviously you'd have had a lot of images you've really got to try and tell the story that you want to get across to the viewer what what was kind of your approach to to sequencing it and and, and selecting which images would make the final cut oh that's a good question uh this this scene which we're talking about it's the first one I did and I probably made a lot of mistakes with it mm. and uh, what what started it was the format of of the shots I didn't want to kind of crop them or to yeah. do anything like that with them they they just kind of straight shots from from yeah. the, from the film uh, so uh, it was uh, kind of obvious that, that I wanted to to be a square format of, of scene so and I wanted to include the pictures of whole trees of of the pathways and and uh, and foliage and all that kind of stuff but i also wanted to include the the very close close up of the uh barks of the trees and, yeah. and you know very very details as well so so yeah. i kind of put put that mix in and I, and i created mock up uh mock up zine i printed it very cheaply on this very very cheap uh, printer and and i kind of just Move the pages around and uh, yeah, until I was kind of satisfied, let it sit for a week, and then obviously come back to it, have a look, uh, show my friends, and and you know take the feedback and that kind of stuff. So, so that was my approach really with it. Uh, you know, and I how, probably how, did you did you find there were photographs that you really wanted to keep in it that just quite quite didn't make the sequence or or did you find yourself you were maybe having to try and find different ways of working images around just to maintain a good flow through the book there was a couple of images I, I i really wanted to include but at the end i just didn't uh because they, they just didn't flow really so yeah. it didn't kind of it was different mood or it, it was kind of composition i was not very very happy with because it didn't flow with the with the rest of 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 the book so yeah so i yeah. had i had few pictures which are i have few pictures which are not included basically yeah i th i think i think it's always the biggest challenge to get rid of the images that you really like that you know just don't work well because whilst they, whilst they might be personal favourites, at the end of the day, as you say, you've got to maintain a nice flow to the book. Yeah, and composi absolutely. Compositionally, if if they're very different, they they maybe jar in the eye or tonally, they they could be very different and they just they just don't sit as well with the other images. Yes, yeah, yeah, and um, I w I wanted to add something extra to it. And and you probably seen the very first page, uh, yeah. which which is the drawing. So I, I I kind of thought, okay, I will do something a little bit extra. I didn't want to put text into it as much, but I still wanted to give some some text into it. But I didn't want to be very obvious. So I come out with the with that first page, which I it took me about two weeks to draw, and there are little hints in it. There is a crest of my. Uh, area when I come from, from in Slovakia in the very top uh, left corner oh, if, if you see and yes. then yep. there is there is a, a crest of Nottingham in the right hand side and then on the actual picture when the, that king standing with the camera there is in the background there is a castle which is obviously not in the forest uh, Sherwood Forest but it's it's from the place I, I was born so it's really kind of mixture mixture of, of different things in, in that picture so I wanted to kind of include include something a little bit personal there so so that, I, that's 
the yeah i i think i think it's a wonderful touch and it is incredibly detailed and it's really <laughs> nice it's really nice to actually see something very unique and very different such as the 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 very film, very thin tracing paper with the hand drawn image, and yeah, I was, I was always very interested to know why why that was included, and <laughs> and it is is very nice, it's very different, and then obviously you have got the text behind it, um, that kind of explains and gives a bit of background. How important was it for you to have have that text in it, and ha also have the images, the the drawing as well at the start of it? Uh. That was something, as I said. I mean, I I put the actual pictures into the into the order first, and then uh, I'm not very good with with the text and words. Yeah. But, uh, so I I thought something is missing, and uh, I was thinking what I would like to do. And I and I used to I used to draw a lot before, and then I thought you know to give that that little bit something extra, I can draw some some picture, and then the text which is behind it is just came to me once I had the picture done I thought I can I can put that, that text around it originally I want to do it on the one page but then you know it's just the yeah. idea uh, and that that's how I did it obviously they didn't print it for me during the print process I had to put it afterwards into each individual uh, right each individual copy of of the zine so that was a little bit extra manual work for me but uh, i was really pleased with it with the results so yeah I, it's absolutely brilliant I, I was going to ask you how how you incorporated that in it but yeah it's it's very it's seamlessly done and it just works <laughs> it works so so well as well um, it's, thank it's, you yeah it's, it's nice to have something different it adds it adds a different element to it it adds a nice tactile element because you open it and it, you've got a slightly different paper to start with which you don't see in too many zines or many zines at all um and it just it just sits nicely at the front um and it's it's beautiful beautifully detailed hand drawn and i like the crests up in the top corner so when you understand more about the detail it become it just adds to the depth and adds, adds to the experience and understanding of and context of the zine itself yes yeah i had i had few people asking about that as well and uh, then i always explain this is not just uh, some random picture it's it's something you know which has yep. a deeper meaning behind it once once i explain it <laughs> yeah and how did you find the printing process of of getting the zine printed for the first time did you get a couple of sample copies done or did you just bite the bullet and, and get the order done and then think cross your fingers and hope for the best when it <laughs> arrives uh yeah it was printed through uh mixum and oh. uh they they offered uh like uh sample printing so i sent it off, off and they sent me like three copies Brilliant. and uh, uh because i wanted to print it uh kind of uh, in black and white obviously but for yes. example logo of uh, of my you know my website it, it's in color so that was kind of i really wanted that little touch of of color there so yeah i was i was uh quite uh, interested to see how it come out so I, I, I asked them to print me uh, ex examples samples and uh, when they came back I was quite pleased yes yeah, and nice. uh, yeah and then then I kind of uh, ordered a full batch so yeah yeah no it's, it's a lovely print job I like that I like the icon at the back as well which mirrors the the, the the character which I'm assuming is yourself taking the photograph in your hand drawing and also the bird 
um, from the tree on the on the inside of the front cover. Yeah, well. there are the details from that from that uh, uh, drawing. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I just digitally kind of moved it there just to, just to give it a little bit of. Uh, I didn't want it to be very very prominent, so it's just a really light gray there. But uh, yeah. yes, yeah. It's nice, and I think I think the print quality is great. I really like the format as well, nice square format. Obviously, when you're dealing with square photographs, it suits it particularly well, and it, it becomes easy to work with the images because you've not got landscape, portrait, image, different ratios to try and figure yes. out what's the best size of paper. Um, so, yeah, it works really nicely. And I, I like the combination of some full bleed and then some just with a nice border. And then, obviously, the a couple of pages whereby you've got the squares of of uh, the grid of four squares and they're lovely detailed shots as well. And just, just a lovely, a lovely, uh, a lovely sequence and a, a lovely set of images pulled together. Did you, did you share the sequence or did you share a draft copy with, with friends or uh, take advice from anyone during the process or did you, did you go for it yourself? Yeah, I, I shared draft. Uh, as I said, I print yeah. like a mock-up mock -up myself on the cheap printer and I just yeah. show it to my friends, to photography friends, and just, just to take the, took the feedback from them, really. Yeah. You know, and um, it's really valuable, you know, when, when you show it because when you look at it yourself, uh, you're kind of losing that, that, that perspective. And, you know, sometimes you don't see obvious, ob obvious things. So, yeah. So uh, really, really uh, helpful to to show it somebody and then just uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think I I took everything and changed everything as people told me, but uh, yeah, there was some really really good good feedback I I took on and and changed stuff. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. At the end of the day, it's when you when you look at your own work for so long, you begin to see what you want to see, and I think actually showing it to someone else, a fresh pair of eyes they begin to see things that just immediately jar or immediately look out of place. And I think that's where it's really useful and really beneficial to get to get a third, to get a couple of other people to to give you some fresh input. And is there anything you'd have changed about the process or anything you'd have changed about the about the zine if you were to start again? That's a good question. Um I didn't even think about it. I was really pleased when it when yeah. when it came, and I was really pleased with the actual results. And um, since then, I kind of moved on, if yeah, if I can say that, and uh, didn't think much about it because uh, I had positive feedback. People yeah. really like seemed to like it, like it. So, uh, uh, yeah. all, with this all... one, I, I'm. I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, to be honest. Ab absolutely. It's it's for for me. It's always it's a it's it's capturing a moment in time. And I think when you come to do the next one, and or your next zine or your next book, and I think it's the same for everyone. You 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 just learn and you have a bit more experience behind you. And I I think it just helps. But as you say, it's it's a it's a great it's a fantastic body of work. And yeah, thank you. There's 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 absolutely no reason to want to change anything. I'm always just interested to hear if people would how people do view it once they've maybe had time to reflect on what on what they've done um, and i think it's more a case of actually people wouldn't change anything that they've done but they just they would maybe just take a slightly different approach for doing something in the future i think i think is the main thing that i seem to find yeah thinking about it maybe maybe i would like to expand it a little bit you know to, to put more pages into it because yep. i feel like i left quite a few pictures which in my opinion, are quite good and nice. they should be there. Yep. But at, the, at that point, I didn't include them. Maybe 
if I do a 20th anniversary or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, deluxe edition, yeah. hard, hard uh, bounded book. Maybe it will go in the, in there, yeah. but uh, yeah, at this point, no. I mean, uh, I think I've got a couple copies left anyway. You know, it's yeah. kind of gone pretty much. So Brilliant. I don't know if 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 there will be anything like reprint or anything like that but maybe you know in in the future i would include a little bit more yeah more pictures absolutely but i think that always gives you the opportunity if you decide to do a a second edition or a second run even if it's the time with an exhibition or something you can you can begin to add in a few more images and obviously talking about books i'm always really interested to hear what uh, some of my guests favorite books are in their own personal collection so it would be great michael if you could maybe share a selection of uh, some of your favorite photo books from other photographers okay yeah i mean i've got quite a big collection of of books i'm 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 a bookworm myself and Good. collecting books it's it's really hard to pick pick it the is. book yes <laughs> books from it's it. not it's, so, it's not it's not meant to be easy it's not meant to be it, easy yeah i i've got few which i i will share with you and i'm sure uh some of them uh been already mentioned so yeah. i will start with uh it's uh it's the book which probably one of the most favorite in in the Britain Joe Cornish oh, yeah. First Light. It's yeah. probably most cited uh, book. Uh, it was cited any, many times over anyway. And I, I uh, it's a um, it's a book I picked. I've got I've got uh, probably all Joe Cornish's books, but this one's the first one I had, and uh, I discovered Joe's work before before I moved to UK and I really fell in love with his right. approach and, uh, and the work, you know, his composition style, his, his uh, use of light and everything like that. And then uh, when I came to UK, I bought this book. Uh, it was probably the first book I bought here because I wanted to have a copy and uh, it's really kind of uh, inspired me and to pursue the light, you know, on the landscape and, uh, and the reading of the book is, you know, it's it's not just the pictures. It it's the stories behind the pictures Joe's put in the book. It's just it's just yeah. amazing, really. So yeah, that that's that's one of my right. kind of uh, fav- favorite book. Also, I've got I've got it signed by Joe Cornish. Very <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I I met him. Uh, yeah, the chat about it. So yeah, really, 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 uh, good book. Definitely would you know, uh, kind of say every landscape photographer should should have it in 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 the library i would agree uh okay uh second one is uh galen rowell i don't know if if you know galen rowell yeah he was uh, american adventure photographer unfortunately he died in a in a, in a uh, plane crash in 2002 yeah and um, he was kind of famous for using 35 millimeter cameras and and slide film and uh, this book uh it's called in a game of outdoor photography and it's it's uh it's not that many pictures in it because it's a collection of his columns he originally wrote for yeah outdoor outdoor photography magazine when he was uh, you know uh, putting his columns there and uh, in many ways this this book is uh not for beginners because it's kind of advanced uh, uh, stuff he's talking about. But uh, uh, from my days when I was going out and shooting on 35 millimeter, uh, I, I was really admiring his his work and and um, 
basically, yeah, that's why I chose Galen Robel. Again, I've got a couple of his books uh, in my collection, but uh, this one is the one I'm I'm usually coming back to because not because of the pictures, but because of the of the articles. Yeah, he, yeah he, absolutely sounds really good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's really good. It's really good, and and you know his his photography is just amazing. You can cannot kind of describe what what he could do with with thirty five millimeter camera and and slide yeah. film. Amazing, really amazing. Right. Uh, okay, the third one, uh, one of my favorite books, and this I don't think uh, you will know the photographer, and this is the Slovak book. Uh, printed 1981. Uh, the the author is Karol Kalaj, uh, and book is called Mne Slovensko Krasa, which means in 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 translation it says uh, Slovakia is beauty to me, and it's uh, 1981. So it's all black and white, very contrasty landscape photographers photographs, and um, kind of he did this book uh, to celebrate one of the greatest Slovak poet and the cool. poet's name is Pavel Orsak Hvezdoslav and um, really really beautiful pictures uh, photographer Karol Kala he was quite famous in Czechoslovakia he was working for German photographic agency he was doing lots of fas- fashion work lots of documentary work but he did lots of landscapes as well and this book is mostly about landscape, so it's a uh, it's really really beautiful book. And uh, uh, the photographer, it's uh, somebody who pro- you probably could check if if you intro into documentary photo photography because he's quite famous for that. Fantastic, sounds great. Okay, uh, next one. Uh, I think somebody mentioned this to you before as well. That that's uh, Inscape by John Blakemore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John Blakemore is a is a master printer and and master photographer. And um, uh, this book is a uh, it's not exactly a landscape book. Uh, you know, Blakemore was was uh, known as a landscape photographer, but he started to to be interested in in kind of spiritual landscapes and depicting the passage of time and he you know he's taking pictures of of different flowers for his garden during the during the time period you know and uh, it's absolutely beautifully beautifully presented in this book and again I've got uh, uh, quite a few uh, John Blake Moore's book and I didn't know which ones to pick but this one is uh, (laughs) it's uh, all all of it it's all all of his book are just amazing work you know very very inspirational beautifully printed uh, beautifully presented Uh, it's um, yeah it's it's a it's a thought-provoking book and I return to it quite a few times you know again and again I pick it up and I'm just looking through the pictures it's a yeah again I would recommend it to yeah you know this one or any other Blakemore's book to to photograph for you. It's probably something you have to have in your in your library. Yeah, I would agree. It's a wonderful book. Um, I managed, I think I managed to pick mine up fairly cheap, second hand or something like that. But yeah, it's fantastic. And yeah, um, I, at some point I will pick up some more of his books. But yeah, it's a, it's a great addition it, to anyone, and just to see the print quality and absolutely, the guy is yeah, not phenomenal printer and and very 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 good bookmaker as well. Absolutely, I had I had uh, 
I had the chance to, to meet him and, and see his prints in in person. Amazing, you know. It's just because yeah. he he lives very close to Nottingham in Derby, and he's doing workshops in Nottingham as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's one of the the greatest here in in UK. Yeah, you know, it's it's absolutely amazing. Okay, and last one I would like to tell you about is again landscape photographer. Uh, this this time it's a large format photographer, Peter Dombrovskis. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about him. I have indeed. Yeah, yeah. So he's very famous uh, yeah. from Tasmania. Uh, I uh, he's he passed away as well, and I've got probably all of his book which been published as well. But I picked the one called Simply, and uh, you know it's a it's amazingly printed book, a kind of collection of his work. Uh, the quality of his work is just stunning. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, since I started to shoot large format and I'm trying to carry the you know the camera around around the Peak District. It's it's really hard work. And when I see what he did with his camera in the Tasmanian wilderness, it's just you know mind blowing. It's just, yeah. just absolutely fantastic work. So uh, yeah, definitely, it's not just kind of. Uh, collection of his work but it's it's showing you you know gives you in, insight to the tasmanian landscape so it's uh yeah it's it's just amazing amazing book yeah yeah i've seen i've seen some of his prints as well and yeah they're quite they're quite incredible but yeah some some incredible work it lets you see what you can do with a large format camera and and just the the the, the rewards are there for the effort that it, take, it goes to put into to working with it Absolutely, it's it's yeah. As I said, you know, now when when I'm trying to do it myself, it's just uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's hard to believe he what he achieved with his camera. It's it's really yeah. really beautiful. Well, some fantastic book recommendations there, Mikael. Yeah, it's it's always really interesting just to hear a few new names or a few different book selections. As you say, you could probably have several of John Blakemore's there, but it's always interesting to hear which one people pick. And same with Peter Dabrowski as well. Several books there, and again, I'm sure you could you couldn't go wrong with any of his books. So, um, yeah, thank you, very, thank you very much for your time this no evening, problem. just to, to chat about thank your work. And, yeah, and thank your, you for having me. Yeah, it's it's an absolute pleasure. It's it's really been really been a, a real pleasure just to to chat through some of your work and and how you're approaching it. And I, I'm looking forward to to seeing your new body of work eh, when you finally get it published. Particularly if it's all been photographed in large format, I'm sure it'll be it to be it'll be very impressive. Um, and yeah, it'll be great to see it in print as well, Mikael. Yeah, yeah, I'll 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 hit you up once I've got something publishable from from large format. It's going really slow though. Yeah, it's much more slower than than everything else I did before. So. Yeah, yeah, but these things you can't rush. These things, all good thing, all good things come to those who wait. So you'll get there. You'll get there eventually. I'm not a quick person to work either, um, and I can sit on a lot of stuff for a long time before I decide what I'm going to do with it. But. I think that's all part part of the enjoyment and part of the challenge as well. And it is, you, get, yeah. you you get it when it's when it's right, and and that's the main thing. But uh, but oh yeah, it just leaves me to say thank you very much, Mikael. Uh, a real pleasure, and thanks for your time. Thank you very much again for having me. Uh, it was real pleasure to be here. Thank you. Cheers.